0: Uh, Guys, welcome back to another The Arsenio Buck Show podcast and welcome back to the ultimate guide, the ultimate question guide to ask yourself within your organization because now we're into the third wave of this Stephen Covey. Guys, we are on the home stretch. We got about 200, probably 150 meters worth of run left. Probably even less than that, probably about 125, okay? We're going to be hitting that straightaway very, very soon. And we're going to be summing up all of this. This has been a very long and amazing season. This has changed my life and as well, hopefully it changed everyone else's, you know? But today I'm going to focus on these questions. We got to get into everything. We're going to get into some stuff that's work-related. So work-related in terms of, hey, you know what? Is there organization trust within my company? So here we go. I'm going to give you a whole bunch of bullet points. Hopefully, you will see this blog, of course, on the ArsenioBuckShow.com. Uh, so if you guys are interested in that, make sure you tune in. And so I want to ask you guys a couple of questions first, and then we're going to get into low trust and high trust organization. So question number one, how would you describe a low trust organization, a place that you work for? How would you describe it? I want you to write it down. Pause this and then write it down. I want you to come back, and then I want you to answer how would you describe a high-trust organization. I want you to pause it. I want you to write it down, and then come back. And then I want you to to answer which description, of course, best describes your organization. And then what are the results for it? So those are four ultimate questions. So what I want you guys to do, the behaviors behind low-trust organization, I'm going to, of course, list these now. So, one, people manipulate or distort facts. Two, people withhold information. Three, getting the credit is very important. Now, it it was very important for me at my old job because, you know what, I had to prove to them that, yes, I was worthy and capable. But there was already distrust within the organization and everyone at the top. Therefore, whatever their opinion is, that's what they believe creating, of course, distrust within me, and then I didn't trust them anymore, and therefore I left. So I had to get that credit and say, what the hell are you talking about? I did this, I did this, this student, this student, check this out. I had to put all the facts out there on the table, and they still didn't believe it. So you could see a low-trust organization. Number four, people spend the truth to their advantage. That was my old boss. He said, well, I've seen your writing. I don't think you could teach IELTS. And I'm like, I've already gotten students all into into universities all around the world. Yes, I purposely mess up my garbage course reports because I think they are useless and I do not like you. You see what I mean? And why don't I don't why do I do that on purpose? Because of course distrust was already created within it. Number 5. New ideas are openly resistant and stifled. Absolutely. Fast forward into what I'm actually working at right now. Um, if I have a new idea to recommend a new book, it would be completely thrown off. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what the resources are. It's, what, it's about saving costs, being cost efficient, but at the same time paying slave wages. So let's go into the next one. Mistakes are covered up or covered over. Next one. Most people are involved in a blame game, bad mouthing others. Oh, my God. Now, answer these, okay? Now, you don't have to answer these, but these are going to start – a lot of ideas and a lot of things are going to be like boom, 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 boom within your mind. Because guess what? I mean this is just what happens out there in the world of work. Every job I've ever been at, people badmouth others. All right, now, do I work at a place this morning, for example? Do I work at a place where I am badmouthed? Possibly, possibly. And you know what? What it comes down to is I already know what I truly stand for, and therefore, I'm like, okay, this is what I represent, and it doesn't matter what you guys say because guess what? I've been bad mouth for six years being in this country for all the wrong reasons, so it doesn't really matter. Now, let's keep going. There is an abundance of water cooler talk. Guys, I've already talked about it on so many different occasions about my last job. I remember the last time there was a water cooler talk, and this Irish teacher, it was so bizarre. Um, and he actually, he 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 stood up right. So he had a class of about nine students, right? Pre-intermediate class. This is when that company was booming about four years ago, and a lot of his students just started dropping. It went from nine students to seven to five to four. There were only two left after three weeks. And he would stand at that water cooler and point at the students and say, oh, she shouldn't even be in this class because she's this level. She's that level. There's another guy from the Netherlands. Uh, and he would actually say, oh, she's not even this level. She's not this level. She's not this le-. They would constantly complain about the levels. And I'm like, what does it matter? Who gives a damn about a level? Levels, that's all bullshit labels. Tell me how are they becoming a better person and how can you make them better? These aren't teachers. These aren't educators. These are not these. are losers of life. Again, these are wife tourists. You know what I mean? And so, again, you can't put someone who has no – oh, my God, who has – they don't accept different ideas. And guess what? That water cooler talk, ultimately, that's what the company became. So let's keep on going. There are numerous meetings after the meetings. Basically, there are meetings of people getting together after the meeting that they had already had. There are many undiscussables. Oh my god, this—it just—it brings back so many memories. People tend to overpromise and underdeliver. Huge, very, very huge. There are a lot of violated expectations for which people try to make excuses. People pretend bad things aren't happening or are in denial in denial. So let me give you another example. Remember that Ugandan warrior that I saw at the the place that I had to get all my documents? Yeah, he was telling me that he went to the Christmas party, the head teacher who actually said all that ridiculous nonsense about me. He was like, "Hey, you know what? Um, you know, we're going to try to get, you know, get you some work at the beginning of the year." Listen. You're in denial. You're lying about the entire situation. You need to talk straight and say, "Listen, We are all racist, including myself. We're not going to get you more work in this specific language center because these students want white teachers and the parents want white teachers. Just be honest. It's an ugly, ugly, I mean, it's very ugly, but we already know what this is about. These are just about a whole bunch of hags and shags, and this is what that specific area of Bangkok accepted. So guys, man, honesty is everything. I mean, it's a a fucked up type of honesty, but honesty, you know, the truth hurts. But just be honest, the energy is very low in some of these places, absolutely. I make, every place I've worked at, I make it. Well, the thing is, you know, working at big companies and big organizations, that's completely different because I'm not teaching uh, under the umbrella of any place. But this specific place and whatnot, I was able to, you know, go over and over, you know, bring in that intensity, bring in that love, bring in that, bring in everything. And that's what's so important. And this is what I do at about what, four or five different places that I work at. However, there is one place that I work at, and it doesn't matter how much, you know, how much love I bring into the place, these people were just all miserable. That's back in America, and that's back in Australia too. Again, going into the next one people often feel unproductive tension. Sometimes even fear, absolutely. I used to work with a dental hygienist and every day he would come in and say, oh, I have a feeling I'm gonna lose my job. He's been saying that the last seven years and he's still working there, crazy. So now let's get into high trust organization. Information is shared openly. Mistakes are tolerated and encouraged as a way of learning. I saw this, Uh, what is it? Uh, Some kind of thing popped up on my timeline and there was a guy that actually gave a 6,000 bottle of wine Right. Uh, to a customer by accident. He meant to give the four hundred dollar bottle of wine, but he gave a six 000, uh, six thousand dollar bottle of wine. And so the organization that company put out there on Twitter, oh, you know, our customer received this and that. And you know what? No problem for the waiter at that time. We all learn from these mistakes. They did not blame him one time, but they openly communicated that mistake and they encouraged it as a way of learning. That is fucking beautiful. They're, that's probably 99.5% of the companies in the world do not do that, including Amazon, Google, Apple, you name it. They don't do that. And So it's just amazing to see how that company openly say, hey, for that waiter, don't worry. This is a way of encouragement and is a way of learning. The culture is innovative and creative. They're constantly – and you know what? That's how it was uh, at my old job about four years ago. She's like, hey, how can we make this better? I was like, yeah, let's get an interactive whiteboard in here. Let's get computers in every room. Let's give it to these CD players, and she did so. She did excellent. But the place I'm working at now, it's still a 1980s type of settings. There is nothing. There are broken CD players. There are no interactive whiteboards. There's drawing all over the wall. There are broken and dilapidated chairs. You see what I mean? There's no innovation. There's no creativity behind anything. And that's not a way of taking shots. It's just a way of communicating and saying, hey, this is what it is. People are loyal to those who are absent. Meaning if I'm absent one day, they're not going to sit there and say, oh, well, you know, he does this and that and that. You see what I mean? People talk straight and confront real issues. Some people talk too straight here in Thailand, and then they start uh, nagging, and then they become very pushy. So it's like, why don't you write this? Why don't you write that? Why don't you write this? And she keeps asking, asking over and over and over. And I'm like, man, you better shut your ass up. You've already – listen, I don't write it because I don't want to write it. How about that? and I didn't talk to her for about 3 months why because that shit is annoying don't be a nagger just say you could pull me aside very easily and again of course yes Thai people don't know about personal development but you could pull me aside and say Arsenio okay we've, we've noticed that you haven't been writing listen the boss kind of wants you to write it is there any way that you could just write it for just a minute after class i would greatly appreciate it boom that's easy that's money but if you say, oh, how come you don't write it? Do you teach writing a book? You see what I mean? That's nagging. That's horrible. That's a horrible way of approaching it. But of course, yes, a lot of people in this country and around the world, they don't know about personal development. They don't know any better. They don't know about communication. Come on. And so, again, there's a real communication and real collaboration. People share credit abundantly. There are few... Meetings after meetings, transparency is a practice value. People are candid and authentic. There is a high, de- high degree of accountability. There is a palpable vitality and energy. People can feel the positive momentum. Woo-hoo! Man, there probably isn't a place in the world that exists like that. But you know what? Let's get into this. It's time for you guys to ask your questions, your questions for your organization. And you know what? You're going to have your aha moment right now. So here are your questions. What is it like to work in your company? <laughs> I laugh. I laugh like that. Because, I mean, even dealing with a couple of places I deal with, you know, when it comes to a trusting, like, hey, can you pay me on time? And you don't pay me on time? I get annoyed. It's the principle. It's the principle. When you say this time and then you don't give me notification or even send a receipt to me, that gets really annoying. Um. What else? Uh... Uh, what is a couple of other things? Of course I could point out I love the flexibility. Yes, there are a lot of different things. However, I do feel like I'm severely undervalued for what I'm actually worth. But you know what? This place pro- pro- provides the documents for me to stay in this country, so I limit it, I limit my time there and say, guys, you got Saturday, Sunday. You got a couple classes during the week. I'm good. That's all I need. That's all I want. See what I mean? But out on the other side, yes, I'm going to be doing high, uh, high task and doing this and doing that. So it just all makes sense on the outside so I can make more income for what I'm actually worth. So let's keep going. What percentage of your time is focused on the real work? What is your ability to partner internally, externally? How are the sacred cows dealt with? How collaborative is your culture? What is innovation like? Are coworkers engaged or are they disengaged? How well are people able to execute The strategy? Do people know what the organization's priorities are? Of course not. Do the decision makers get the data they need unfiltered? What are meetings like? There are no meetings. Well, for me, I'm just kind of stating things out there. What about ethics? Is Is it a matter of compliance or of doing the right thing? What is the span of control? What kind of systems and processes are in place? What is the impact of speed? What is the impact of cost? See, the biggest aha comes when you realize it's happening as a result of violating principles. If you have low trust, there it is. Not only individually, but organizationally. Now, these questions are very, very crucial for you to go down. These are questions that you need to answer. And then I'm going to start unfolding throughout this week processes of, of course, getting over that hump. So guys, there it is, man. This is the ultimate guide. You know, I could sit there and write. And again, if you rate yourself on uh rate your organization on a scale of one through ten, a lot of you might score a three. Some of you might even score two. Hell, the main organization I work for, I'd scored a solid Oh my God. I'd scored a solid two point five, but not in a bad way. It's just the organization. There is no organization. You know, there is no transparency. There is no communication. And so, and there's a lot of distrust in terms of, hey, you know what? I've been working for the last five months and my salary has been minute. What's going on? And all there is is shoulder shrugging. There are no assurances. And so, therefore, it creates a lot of distrust within the employees, right? Hell, another employee is talking about, hey, you know what? If you guys don't give me more, I'm, I'm going somewhere else to get more. Yes, that's, that's how it's going to work. That's exactly how it works in this world. you got to be able to make ends meet. And if you don't make ends meet, hey, you know what? It's time. It's time for me to look outside. And that's exactly what I started doing in my last organization two years ago. Guys, do you have work? Okay, why aren't you giving me work? Oh, you don't believe I can do the job? I'm going to do stuff outside. And you're not going to force me to take work either. And so it's just very, very, very head scratching. And so there it is, guys. I mean, there are so many other precautions and I could have created enemies at my prior jobs and even my uh, my my present jobs and whatnot. But if it's just bad, 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 create a letter and say, hey, guys, I think there are some things that need to be addressed and send it to everybody. Get everybody uncomfortable. Have that meeting. Address those questions and see where you can go from there. Now, if you can't, bomb the motherfucking place in terms of, hey, you know what, y'all bunch of sorry ass, blah, 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 and walk up out of there. Because guess what? This is life. We're going to be going through a lot of things throughout this life. And the last thing you want to do is stay at a company that does not deserve you. So, guys, with that being said, looking forward to your responses. As always, stay tuned for more. I'm your host, as always, over and out.